Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Social Accountability with Jed. It's your girl, JJ, having what I would suggest is a very fair day as I write this podcast. We are just about to wrap up the month of March, which means Social Work Month is coming to a close, Women's History Month is almost done, and Easter is right around the river bend. I would propose this recent season of my life is one of my favorites. This temporary experience, the insight and guidance that I have learned through my own walk, and then also by observing those around me and their choices, has been some very impactful wisdom. I feel secure in those I choose to spend my time with, and I feel gratitude with for those whom I allow to speak truth into my life. I have outstanding leadership sculpting and mentoring me, and I have true friends who are challenging me with their authentic selves. And it's not that I'm not facing hardship, but that I still feel safe moving forward with my current destiny, and I'm challenging myself to be more gracious towards, well, myself. I have made a multitude of mistakes these past three months, but I also don't regret any of them because they have all brought me to my current state of mind and peace. And sometimes I do have to take a step back to recognize the true progress that is at my feet. I want to learn and grow and become this best slash better version of myself, my higher self. And in order to do that, it takes accountability. It takes stepping back and doing the self-reflection needed. It takes moments of solitude and maybe even some weeping. I enjoy being alone at times to reconnect with my inner self and to escape the pressures and demands of those around me. I also enjoy surrounding myself with energy and light that I see protruding from loved ones. I even enjoy being a light in someone's day that lately only sees darkness. Recently, someone said to me, a person who's on the opposite side of my current change, whom is embarking on her own change, that she doesn't feel she can trust me. I'm not sure what her intent was with the choice of delivery of her communication, but ultimately, she's also in a position where she is trusting me because of the situation she's in. And if we rephrase the perspective just a little and simply looked at her trust and examined it, that is ultimately her responsibility. I don't have to do anything to build her trust. I've done absolutely nothing that would take her trust away. But in her eyes, her experience has built a foundation of mistrusting people. Ironically enough, this person has done multiple things that have directly caused me to have negative outcomes in the past. I've witnessed time and time again this individual make decisions that benefit her at the cost of so many innocent bystanders. But yet, I don't have mistrust. In fact, I trust that she will again be authentically herself, and I simply need to have better boundaries. That's my responsibility. But I know this individual very well. I love this individual despite it all. And I know her mistrust has more to do with herself than it has anything to do with me. I cannot control anyone but myself. You cannot control anyone but yourself. Using manipulation and threats will never provide you with what you truly need. You simply need to have faith that all will occur the way that it needs to. I'm not foolish. I'm not weak. I simply don't fear the outcome. Regardless of what happens, I know that I will be okay. I have that faith. Of course, I have what I would like to happen. We all do. 
But the outcome is not under my own control. It involves a dual trust. And I can try to encourage this person to have faith, but I'm not responsible for their validation. I believe that God loves all of his children. That is my belief system. So despite anything that can occur, I believe that the outcome will be favorable for us both. And change within one's life and experience has the ability to be a progressive and an amazing opportunity. And I know that sometimes it can be hard to remember that. But also, we are the version we are today because of the choices that we have made. We will have to answer for our decisions one day. And I don't think that surviving, quote unquote, will be a reliable answer, not in most situations, because the question may be, why is your life any more important than the next? But also, isn't our survival dependent on societies? We need to love and we need to pour love. And we didn't. if we didn't, we would choose to live in isolation where we could meet all of our needs alone. We, as active members of society, are dependent on its functioning. I trust that despite all of my mistakes that have negatively impacted others, that they will find the healing that they need to trust that despite that one experience, that it doesn't have to define all of their future ones. It's extremely important to seek discernment and to have cautionary measures, but you can't allow your fear of an outcome take control of your ability to be adaptive. I'm going to repeat that. You shouldn't allow your fear of an outcome take control of your ability to be adaptive. If your life experience up until this moment has been nothing but toxicity, if you can recognize that, then unfortunately it's your responsibility to reteach yourself a deferring perspective. And that can be very hard. So I don't blame anyone for having mistrust, for having these doubts. Instead, I feel empathy because you ought to and need to be surrounded by a support system who loves you, who doesn't make you feel like a burden, who communicates and respects you the way that you need. And I won't be that support system for everyone. I'm human. I'm not pleasing you. I have my own experiences that linger that I have to relearn. But it's also my responsibility and no one else's. I can and do depend on individuals who I know will guide me appropriately when I don't quite have the best view. And I would encourage all of you listening to recognize who that person or that group of people is for you in your life. Individuals will fail us. It is our nature. I will fail and make mistakes, but God does not. And God is not your biological mother or biological father. He is not your brother nor your sister. He is the creator. God is good and loving, and he will not let his children live in lies. It can take generations for the truth to come out, but the truth can never be fully hidden. Too many people are constantly searching for it, and maybe you do as well. I know I lied too much in childhood and bent the truth to favor my views in the past, but I do seek truth, and I try very hard to live in it daily. This generation has all the tools needed to ask the questions. Ask God. You may be, I'm sorry, ask God, speak to him, listen, and just try If you reject the idea, by all means, that's your choice, but I would challenge you to reflect on why you may be so against God or even the idea. 
So many of my peers will dive into other religions but reject reading the New Testament simply because of their poor church experiences and youth. And do the reflection and you may see that your anger or discontent is misdirected. You deserve to feel the love that is waiting for you to choose it. Your belief system should never hurt another. But I have also been told firsthand that distributing insecurities for the sake of my own validation, that I missed the mark. I don't need you to believe what I believe anymore. But if you are wondering why I have so much faith, I suggest it stems from asking for it. Asking God for the things I need and knowing that since I am his child, it will be provided again, but only if it aligns with the larger purpose, which is his will. I submit to knowing that this timeline of life I live is a blimp in the larger mechanism of existence and that I have no true pillar foundation apart from trusting that it all exists for a larger reason. I won't believe my life was simply a coincidence. I do not believe in coincidence and I never will. I hope that you are bold enough to ask for favor today and to ask God for guidance. I pray for all who listen and I pray for my surroundings. If you accept this prayer, I'm so thankful for your willing heart and I thank you specifically for taking the time to listen. I'm always open to feedback and hope that you reach out to me for discussion. I just want to say again, thank you for listening to another episode of Social Accountability with Jet. Have a beautiful day.